This is Crouching Tiger Hidden Podcast, and I'm one of your hosts, Dave, and I'm joined as always by Vader. How's it going, Vader? I am doing pretty good, thank you very much. How about yourself? Not not too bad. It's been a little while. <laughs> like a yep. month, month and a half. I don't know. It's it's been a few since yes, our last episode. But uh we're we're back as always. We always come back. Um, I'm pretty excited about this one. This is like a proper kung fu movie. This is the ones I really like. And there's at least one montage, at least one. Yes. So there's a lot, lot going on. Um, what, as you mentioned, what, which one are we looking at today? This is one I haven't heard of. I just came across it on Netflix, actually. Uh, Martial Arts of Shaolin, starring our fav- one of our favorite, Jet Li. It looks and like it's, uh, it's 1986. Nice and old. Yes. Yep, so. nice and old. Good classic. It is, I am... Um... I hadn't looked at prior to this um, who actually directed this, but it's uh, Liu Qialiang. Um, he is, I think, one of our more favorite directors. He had done Drunken Master 2 uh, and Legendary Weapons of China. Um, so we've covered him oh, yep. in two other movies. Um, <laughs> the Legendary Weapons of China. Uh, that's all I can think of is, oh, they disappeared. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> where did he go? <laughs> I think this. I think this is the, the the era I think I enjoy the most of martial arts. There is stuff to be enjoyed outside the eighties, but I think the eighties is the heyday of just. It's got the right amount of goofiness and the and the action mix is done well. It. I think the talent pool. Um, the seventies is probably the golden age of martial arts cinema, but um, the 70s stuff, I think those are really too serious. Like, there's but some comedy the quality, things, but, the, yeah. The quality of the filming is maybe not quite there, not enough of them, whereas by well, the time we get to the 80s, I don't know. It was, yeah, it, it was prolific um, through, through both the 70s and 80s. Uh, it's actually, I think, a little less in the 80s, but a lot of this stuff uh, at that time, the 80s is when it was coming over uh, outside of the East. So we're getting a lot of Western releases. This is when Jet Li, Jackie Chan, everyone's big. Um, and so I think that's a large part of just our exposure to these films um, is this era. And that also happened to be when we were growing up. So as as young children, you know, we would see these sort of movies and that just influenced i think our taste um maybe in uh, kung fu films yeah that's fair um but yeah i don't know i just it's just this was fun i like this <laughs> yeah this was i was um I, I had not i don't as i don't think either of us had seen this one it's probably one of the first times um of to, to cover something that's not a new one um where we hadn't watched it before um yeah, I I don't recall this at all, so I definitely had not seen this prior to uh, just watching it. Uh, actually, I watched this on the my my return plane flight uh, from vacation. So, <laughs> so oh, very cool. It was a nice uh, diversion from a three and a half hour uh, plane plane flight. Uh, as we mentioned, Jet Li is uh, headlining this one. He's um, there. There wasn't a lot of notable cast um, for being. Directed by by who it was directed. Uh, we have uh, Huang 
Chiyun. Um, she portrayed Sima Yan. This is the um, other. This, she was the girl out for revenge against uh, the governor. I think he's the governor, Lord Hay. Yep. Um, she. I think she's actually other other jelly. So she only has three credits to her name, which was Martial Arts of Shaolin, this film, and then Shaolin Temple 2, um, Kids from Shaolin, uh, from 84. So I think that was also a Jet Li film. Um, the 
of Dragon Gate, and then um, Painted Skin, The Resurrection, which is more of a wuxia fantasy film. Uh, so he's eight credits, but they're all, I think, substantial roles. Um, cool. I don't reckon, I, I don't recognize the rest of the cast, unfortunately. Um, and they don't have pictures, so I can't tell who anyone else was. Uh, <laughs> Chao Wei, I think, was the other monk from the other, the, the monk from the other Shaolin temple, the southern um, Shaolin temple uh, in yep. the film. Um, so that's uh, Hu Jiangqiang. Jian Chiang, yeah. And his filmography is smaller. Um, Shaolin Temple, Shaolin Temple 2, because we're Shaolin some more Jet Li films. Uh, Yellow River Fighter, so I guess yeah, we're just going to have to try to find that one. Um, and then he do, he's done like, oh, he does a lot of uh, fight choreography, actually, from all those films. And uh, just a, a sorted stunt work, so uncredited um stunts it's probably part of the stunt team um, from all yep. of those same same films um yeah that's that's the general uh cast so <laughs> these plot keywords baldness despot birthday you <laughs> should look at those more often. Those are funny. Uh, what what do we have for reviews? I I have no idea what we did last time, whether it was the good or the bad first. Uh, oh, whatever, clue either. I've got the bad up. Just okay. Let's go with it. What's like a lot of our good kung fu films? There are no one star reviews. Um, what do you think the lowest review is? Oh, uh, five. Ooh, close okay. four, four. Okay, so four stars is the is the worst review on IMDb. I am yeah to get that right. Yeah, letters in a row. I guess it's probably more likely to happen this way when it's more of a niche movie. I guess this is not as well known. Um, well, we didn't know it. <laughs> well, yeah. So, but still, it still shows. I think the quality of the film mm. and it. Although the actual overall rating's not super high. But let's get into it. Four stars only for the Die Hard Jet Li fans is the title of this review by Raven Pictures on the 9th of February. Uh, sorry, 9th of January, 2002. 2002, okay. I, I like when we get the reviews, but they're like super, well, relatively super old. Yep. Yeah, yeah. This is a while ago, this review. I guess it, What, 17 years ago? Mm. a generation ago almost <laughs> well, i mean the, the, so you you watch this on netflix i also did so this just was that's pretty much a worldwide netflix acquisition a lot of times we have trouble um both finding this our netflix having the same uh catalog but they've obviously picked up quite a few martial arts in the last um martial arts films in the last year or so uh, which is yes. good and it's good that they've spread a lot of that um, through both versions of the Netflix, at least the, the Western versions. Um, so I think that we should hopefully see more uh, recent reviews on some of the films as we um, dig through more Netflix ones. Uh, anyway, go, go ahead. It'd be cool if um, Netflix don't have a review system, do they? They don't, and I wish they did. And I, the I watch a lot of films on Amazon Prime. 
um, and on Shutter, but they pick their reviews through Amazon. So you have to like go into Amazon to read the reviews, um, which people use. Uh, I think Letterboxd is a, a film site which lets you do reviews and like make, um, like wish lists and, and watch lists on it. Uh, I think that is a more popular, or at least by film critics uh, or armchair critics, um, to, to, to use to put reviews in because we don't have something for like Hulu or Netflix or these streaming services don't, don't have a way other than doing thumbs up, thumbs down um, kind of, you know, way to do reviews. And I don't think you yep. can see other people's thumbs up and thumbs down. I think it just determines uh, algorithms, algorithms for like yeah. what it shows you, which is still like horrendously wrong. Yes, it's yeah. Anyway, it's yeah. very hard to find stuff on Netflix when you want something new. Yeah, you have to look by uh, title or by actor or something. Otherwise, actor. it's it's difficult. I've been doing Samuel Jackson movies recently. That's been my recent. Mm. Are you just are you just waiting for the new Shaft? Oh, watch that the the new one. Yeah. Oh, how was it? As a, as a completely good. different aside, Shaft punches. People it was real good. <laughs> I, I've thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, and so I went back and I didn't actually remember that there was an old one. So I went and watched mm-hmm. the old one as well. Was it like t- 2003 or something? Uh, yeah, it's been a while. About that. Yeah. But now, yeah, the new Shaft is pretty good. I'll, I'll, I'll put that on my list. <laughs> um, and I got on to Samuel Jackson from watching the Hitman's Bodyguard. Mm-hmm, yeah. Which is sort of related to Kung Fu because it's very fighty and lots of fighting and we should probably action. it'll be a little bit of a stretch slightly but go watch john wick three. Oh yeah i watched and we'll both. cover the wickening we'll just do all the john wick <laughs> yeah no, that'd be fun um what's gung fu isn't that isn't that the it's, genre it's gu- yes gung fu okay. <laughs> so. I I I missed those two originally, like John Wick and John Wick Two. Uh, so I I did them recently as well, both one and two, because they're out there on Netflix, uh, in New Zealand at least, and they were very good. And so I need to see John Wick Three. Yeah, now. we'll we'll we'll, um, we'll force Brian to come on to. The podcast. Oh yeah, that'd be cool. That'd be really cool. I think he likes those a lot. So yes, that's because I'll, I'll, I'll put a bug in his ear. <laughs> but yeah the hitman's bodyguard i just want to talk mm. about it because it was a good movie uh that was a really good movie and i knew nothing about it i didn't know even know it existed until i saw it pop up on my netflix uh, that, ryan reynolds was it ryan reynolds also in there? yep ryan, okay. ryan I, I reynolds i haven't seen it yet I, I should probably watch it it's very good i i really enjoyed it uh so I'd, I'd recommend that as an action movie for those who haven't seen it all right and and i guess uh Samuel Jackson. That's obviously he's the co-star. Um, uh, oh, I and- if we're if we're doing some sort of tangent, uh, it popped up on. Well, it's just a rental because it's a new movie, but it's called Fury. It's um, a Vietnamese film that just can we pull it up on music uh, the director. Um, so this is uh, a 2019 film. It uh, Hai Phong is the what's well, just the name of the character is um which makes more sense i don't know why they called it fury uh but it is directed by uh 
Kit Levan, it's a, a, a Vietnamese director, and it stars um, uh, where's Hai Fong? Uh, Veronica No, who was Rose Tico's sister in The Last Jedi. She's the one in the beginning of the film that is is flying the bomber and sacrifices herself to drop the bombs. Um, <clears throat> for anyone uh, yep. that watched the Star Wars yep. ones, but she so the, the 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 movie is, I guess the easiest way to sum it up is it is taken crossed with the night comes for us. So if you like the crazy violence of night comes for us with the idea of someone uh, going through any lengths to retrieve a um, kidnapped uh, family member. Um, that's what this is. It's a mother whose daughter has been kidnapped um, and, and is, is trying is the, the, the kidnappers are like a child smuggling ring. And um, the, the mother is a former gang member. Now uh, a debt collector. So it's just a lot of like, crazy martial arts action uh in the way that um i guess if the sort of liam neeson feeling a little bit of jason Bourne. the editing is a little weird but the cinematography is like phenomenal so the the colors and everything are just very well chosen it's very neon um highly recommended and that, that just came out on uh, amazon and like PSN, like on-demand stuff this last week. Cool. I have a look. Yeah. Just even the, the I think the, um, see if I can, I don't know if it'll let me do this. Should I pull the picture over? So the colors on the f- film, it's how the film is kind of done. Like it all looks like this kind of neon. Oh, yep. But, uh, yeah, this is, like, it was super good. Uh, the editing is a little weird. There's a couple parts. But um, she's 99% convincing as a, um uh, action lead. Badass. Yeah. I think there's another, there's a Korean one, which came out maybe two years ago, called The Villainess, which I haven't seen and I should watch. But uh, that's the same kind of idea with a, a lead female. It's always nice to see... Um, uh, these kind of roles uh, with a, a woman in the lead and still being able to not have no one saving her. She's doing like all uh, the action. So that's, she's that's the kick in the ass. Yes. Yep. Nice. Now it looks good. I like the look of it. Okay. And I bad review. We've done a Vietnamese. <laughs> yeah. I don't think we've, we've done it. No. So it'd be cool to kind of branch out to. Yeah. I would, I would watch this again and cover it. It's, it's, um, it was good. Cool. All right, bad review. Um, again, title because we've done it. I've gone on a massive tangent. It is only for the diehard Jet Li fan by Raven Pictures, 9th of January two thousand and two. Impressive martial arts does not necessarily make a good movie. Wrong. <laughs> None by Shaolin proved to to me to be a lousy film without any means to tell an interesting story. The lack of story storyline and acting skills makes this film dive down to the bottom of my list over favorite Jet Li films. Most of it felt more like a musical than a film. 
there was no really? singing, so I don't know how that's the case. Yeah, I don't. I, <laughs> I guess it's only for the diehard Jet Li fans only. They said only twice to push yeah. their point. I'm assuming that none by Shaolin is the Chinese name of this movie. Um. Yes, none by Shaolin. Yep. Um. Yeah, like most kung fu films, this the story isn't super fantastic, I, and it's nice to write that home pretty, about. Yeah, I mean it, it. It's a simple plot, but I thought it was effective. Yeah, I, well, I ex- again, I agree. It's just not a complicated story. It's a it's a revenge film. That's but literally all it is. I've said it before, I'm sure, and I'll say it again. One of the things I like about the Chinese cinema isn't, well, training montages, we know that, (laughs) (laughs) but is the subtlety in their storytelling. Like, more is said by what they don't say, if if that makes any sense at all. (laughs) And so I take a lot more from it than maybe the average person might, I guess. And I think maybe what was affecting some viewers could be the, the the pacing of the story it there's bits where it it's not that it really ever goes slow but they take time to like let you understand uh without giving backstories um what these characters like who, kind of who they are in the moment like what they're doing and why they're doing it but not giving you huge flashbacks or big exposition. It's just, it's going from, it's a beginning to end. You know, who's the good guys, you know, who's the bad guys. It's, it's a clear cut. And I mean, I guess you could say this is, I think why they mean by musical, I think they meant opera. Yeah. Because it, it can present itself in that way. Like I think the way the story unfolds, um, and they're probably, uh, I'm putting words in their mouth, but the ending may have left them unsatisfied. Whereas I think, I mean, I'm sure you and I were used to watching this specific type of film. And so I I think halfway through, I was like, I know how this is going to end. But it wasn't like a bad thing. I, I, I expected a certain, it hits certain notes that it's going to always do. And I wanted it to do that. I didn't want it to deviate. I wa- this is like a comfort food film. Yeah. So but, I, I don't really agree with much of what this particular reviewer is saying. No, I, I think understand. Like I get, I get it, but I, they're giving the film not enough credit or is maybe we're giving it too much because I just really enjoyed the movie. I, I, yeah, I'd have to watch it multiple times maybe to start picking apart things that, that could be flaws, but I, yeah, I, I, I thought it was fine. As you said, I like that. It's, it doesn't need to give us all the backstory. We, they, they established the film who the bad guy is by yeah. showing him executing someone when he shouldn't have, no, he was like cl- clearly a bad person. <laughs> like it wasn't like a redeeming yeah. thing. Um, but they they the, showed that clearly. Yeah. But then our heroes, 
they just tell us that they want to get revenge. They don't show us why they need revenge. They just tell us that they are seeking revenge, and that's enough. Yeah. The movies, and that's as as I said before, like the Chinese cinema tends to be a little more subtle, whereas Western film tends to go, "This is why they're doing it. We have to show you the bad guy murdering the hero's dad." Yeah. Whereas this is just, that was just part doesn't... of the bad thing that happened. I mean, they do mention the characters do mention that their parents had been killed. So, yeah, but it's just a mentioning. It's not a yeah, showing. Yeah, yeah, it's well. not. It's not showing it, and it's so basically what these films are doing. Um, and for for one, the the general Chinese audience is, uh, I guess, at this point, us too. But we're familiar with these tropes. Like these are old, yes, kind of stories. So they're doing you the service of treating you as if you are familiar with it, and not stupid i guess so they don't have to they don't have to spoon feed you the plot you you you, this kicks off and you know immediately kind of what's going to happen like yes every he's framed as a he's kind of outside the temple a little bit he's given some sort of leeway because of his position as an as an orphan so he's adopted by the shaolin temple and he and his his friend, who doesn't have really much to do with the plot outside of the beginning, but uh, they're they're part of the monks, but they kind of do their own thing, and that's not well, really they're, acknowledged. They're rebellious. Yeah, they're, they're rebellious, but it's not in a way that would affect anybody else, aside but, from like if they were caught doing some stuff, they'd probably be kicked out. But it's very much down the lines. What was the Jackie Chan one where he was? Um, he was an acolyte or whatever you call it. He wasn't actually a monk, but he was like a student of, of the Shaolin and he made the, the meat stew. <laughs> kind of the yeah, yeah. It's the same feeling. I don't know. Young, young master. No, young. it was the I'm one sure that wasn't one. young master too. Yeah. We I just watched sure it. <laughs> I don't remember. It's, I know the movie. It's been a while just, now. Yeah. Um, but anyway, it's that same idea where they're kind of like a rapscallion, you know, they're, you're supposed to, think that they're they're not quite doing the stuff they're supposed to do but that enables them to kind of move outside the system um spiritual kung fu to, to, to a point yes yes spiritual kung fu so yeah. that yeah that gives them a little bit of leeway but they still end up getting punished for doing stuff that they they weren't supposed to do. but in i guess in both cases uh while they don't really want to accept the punishment they they do they may not like agree fully with like it, but they they at least say, okay, yeah, I, I get that I did something bad. I'm gonna do the punishment. Of course, that doesn't last because you wouldn't have a movie if they were stuck in the, the their punishment for three years. But um, there, you, you have the young student. You have like a mysterious older um, master in specifically in this case that will like either buy giving them a technique or allowing them to circumvent their situation, um, move forward kind of with the plot without stalling anything. In this case, what what is imprisonment last like a minute, like two, three minutes. It's very short. Yeah. And that, that was after he left, isn't it? That's quite, that's near the end of the movie. So he literally like went out, did some stuff, failed to do the thing he was trying to do, came back. And because because he didn't finish his revenge in this particular case, um, his punishment, I think, was harsher. 
you know, they, they wanted, um, uh, the Shaolin are sort of removed from the general society. Mm-hmm. And there's the problem going on with, I guess we should, uh, well, you know, what will back up, um, we, we tangented ourselves from that review. Let's go to the good review and see if that gives okay. us a synopsis. Yep. Uh, where we're at. Uh, this is a 10 star. It's the only 10 star for this film. But again, overall, I don't think there's that many reviews for this film on IMDb. Title, Great Fun, Super Kung Fu. And this is from uh, Malavar, 2000, oh, sorry, 25th November 2004. This movie is a lot of fun. The story is simple, but the martial arts presented is really worth seeing. A crew of masters was, t- was teamed up for this hit. And there is also this wonderful woman dancing at He Sal's birthday party. Fantastic. <laughs> Dif- different than in his recent different than in his recent roles where he is just keeping quiet and looking cool all the time, which he does. Jet Li is allowed to show his talent as an actor in this film. His performance is very good. He brings this movie to life. The Kung Fu performances are mostly realistic and people who practice kung fu will tend to try some of the movements they show different takes from the mantis mantis style yeah and that's that just ends there it's kind of a funny ending (laughs) (laughs) yes they did it was cool they did do show different um techniques which is awesome um and i as I said, I wouldn't say his, Jet Li's acting is fantastic. It's different. He is right, though. It is different than rather just acting like the tough, cool guy that he usually plays. It was a little bit more Jackie Chan. Yeah, I was going to of... say he like was just channeling Jackie Chan. Um, yeah, that's probably not Take crediting him enough, but uh, it was definitely that. It's it's the it's the new Legend of Shaolin Shaolin era of stuff that he was doing. Um, he's younger in this. Um, although this is 86, yep. so it's midway into his, like, early career. Um, mm-hmm. But he's not stoic in this film. I like that. that, that he's, he's allowed to express kind of a goofiness, like a young... He, he feels younger in this. Yeah. And he, and he is. He's a... He, it's that trope that we've covered a few times with Jackie Chan characters, more specifically, because with a lot of his, um, where they... A young and carefree. They're a young man. Yeah. And, and almost in their adolescence to some extent where they, they, they like to have fun, even though it's a serious, deadly situation, they're still finding the, the bright side of life, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's what he's doing. He's he's um he spends his time, he's at the temple, he's doing his, his training, but he always does um he's noticed it's like one of the harder workers. He puts in extra effort to do more training. Uh, we find out that that is because he's training to get revenge. Like that's his goal at the temple is he's using that as a platform to sharpen his skills so he can take revenge for the murder of his parents. Um, but at the same time, he's cognizant enough uh, of kind of his situation and uh, he, he takes time out to teach. Um, there's like uh village children he teaches them kung fu or the Sha- shaolin martial arts and 
he'll, I think as we mentioned, he kind of flaunts some of the rules a little bit. He, um, uh, we see him specifically, uh, the, the kids catch a snake. They catch yeah, I think they. No, he catches it. it. Did he catch it? I don't remember. I thought they sent it over the wall. Uh, anyway, he. No, someone gave it to him. Yeah, maybe you're right. I, I think could... they threw it over the wall. Because he, he's tapping on the like the the bricks or something. Anyway, he gets a snake, and uh, there, there's a there's a competition in the in the, the, the the temple that they're at is split between two factions. Uh, it's friendly factions but uh one is using um polearm like a stick and then the other one's generally uh, barehanded and they have a competition coming up and to uh so it, it's a monastery they use um not they use but they're they're generally at this point they're vegetarians so they're not supposed to be eating meat uh, because it's killing things to get the meat but um he knows that they need protein to like be a have a little bit more energy to win this competition. So he gets the snake, cuts it up, and puts it into, like, the little um, meat, <laughs> meat buns. Or not meat buns, but just at the time, they're little buns. Um, yep. And the, I think the funny... <laughs> what I thought was funny about that segment is that his kind of... The the monk that's above he's his group, like, he gives him the same bun and... The monk eats it and he just like, yeah, that's fine. He like understands. That Eat up, everyone. He knows that there's meat in there, <laughs> and he's just like, I just want to win, <laughs> so he just eats it. Doesn't say anything, and they all they the, all like, eat, the, eat the meat. Doesn't he tell us like his group to eat up? He's like, eat up, eat up. He's like, yeah, yeah, eat it, eat it, guys. <laughs> just eat it. And then they um they they do have a as a I guess sort of a mini training. You know, this felt like um. I guess Dragon Master. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dragon Master. Dragon Dragon Lord? Dragon Lord. Dragon Lord, yeah. So they have a... uh, The competition that they have between the two factions is to um, write the name of uh, the Buddha on a a large paper. And there's one huge brush. Brush. Um, It's like the size of a broom, but it's 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 an ink brush. And so the two groups, kind of like that shuttlecock game, have to uh, fight over the brush and be the first to like write uh, the name of the Buddha on, on the paper. So that that's the competition that he knows is going to be tough. So he, that's not a trick, but he <laughs> makes them eat the, uh, the the snake meat meat buns for. Um, I really enjoyed that that segment a lot. Um, the, yes. the the fight over the brush and the fact that he like <laughs> ruined it because he wrote down the strokes on the opponent's thing, the paper. Yeah, he, the hero didn't win. No, he like he, didn't. He, did he actually like made the other team win on accident because he was just too kind of too haughty, and he was just so caught up in it. He didn't look where he was painting and. <laughs> And the thing is, they're like several feet apart, and he like clearly wrote on the other. It's like kicking a goal. It's like Shaolin soccer, but if you kick the, the goal into the, the opponent's goal, yeah. own goal, <laughs> it, it was good. The um, I guess speaking of training montages, what did you think of the uh, the one of the old monk that's doing his um, the praying mantis style uh, in order to 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 warm up because it's cold at night. 
Uh, yeah, that was good. Um, and yeah, Jet Li's mimicking him and le- trying to learn the, the techniques by just mirroring him. <laughs> yeah, but he's good. mirroring like everything that guy's doing. And he was cold, so he's like has a blanket and he's shivering. And then the, the two, um, Jet Li and his, his buddy, are like, they're so caught up in the form that they start doing like the shivering because they think it's part of the praying mantis form. So it's just a little, little bit uh, of comedy. Yeah. Um, that, that's the kind of comedy this is playing on is that um, na- naivete. Like they're they're young and they're out for revenge, but they're they're still kind of kids, like in their mindset. Yeah. So they're trying to do. So that's why he fails. I mean, they're trying to do something beyond their years uh, their ability can let them do that but their mind state i think is holding them back they, they're younger than they should be mentally um to try to do this undertaking yep and it's it's just nice to have that bit more lightheartedness to the movie as well yeah because otherwise it's really serious um the, i mean like as we mentioned the movie kicks off with the, the murder of an official who uh, the the emperor had ordered uh, to be pardoned, and so we you know we get this um, administrator guy kind of just running through the the I guess they're at the Forbidden City, but they're running through, and he's like, "Where's the I don't know the guy?" But he's you know, he's calling out, "Where's the guy?" He's like, and so it turns out that. Um, uh, the governor, I think he's governor, uh, Lord Hay, is in a bid for power. I think the guy that was up for execution was in some way like interfering with his chance of taking power from under the emperor. That's, that's yep. what I got from that, I guess, exchange. And so he moved the execution site to a different gate, which was way farther. So the the, the messenger had to run like really far to deliver the message and by that time the execution had already occurred so that that's what kicks off um more of the, the governor kind of just taking these extra lands i think um for himself and giving himself just more power um under the emperor and able to kind of do his own thing uh, and he's he's kind of a despot he's gone through and he's he's destroyed villages um which is uh one of, of one of which was um Jet Li's village like they killed the dissenters I guess um and it turns out that uh the um Sima Yan I think uh, yeah um Sima Yan uh is a she's a high ranking official's daughter I think maybe the mayor of the town or something I'm not clear I know she has some higher position because People are deaf, like paying her deference, um, and they're the, the temple that she's at. Like, they know she's trying to get revenge, and they it was they're too late to stop her, so they end up sending people to like go help her. Like, well, she, she like we need to help her take her revenge if we can't stop her from doing that, you know, situation. Um, and as it as it turns out, I guess since we're just gonna bounce around the plot, um. She original her her parents had um, er, done an arranged marriage between her and then like a, a fellow higher family, which ends up being of course Jet Li's characters, um, uh, Ziming his his family, 
and they're kind of that faded lovers, but sep- now they're separated by station as well as um, just time and circumstance. It just wasn't not really going to work out. Um, but and, and they don't know each other. Like they were. This was as kids, and I don't think that even as kids they associated. It didn't seem like that was a thing, other than they know that they have little uh, ankle bracelets. Yeah, and Jit Lee only knows that it's from his parents. Yeah, yeah, he doesn't know that um, there was a significance to it. He just has it as an heirloom. Yeah, yeah. Whereas she, um, she knows that she was told that whoever has the matching belt One, was her like, fiance. Yeah, it, it's it's, yep. a, it's a political marriage anyway. Or arrangement, and I kind of actually like that. It doesn't like it doesn't just end up them mar- getting married. Like no, I, I really, think... I really wanted it to to unfold the way it did. Like I think yeah. it's necessary for the story, um, be- because of who they are in the society. Like it makes sense. Like well, also, that, that him giving that up is the sign that he's he's willing to actually take his uh, monastic duties like seriously. Like he's doing the right yes. thing as a Shaolin monk at that point. Yeah, and that that's his family. That's his. That's who he is now. Yeah. Whereas the other um, warrior who's protecting. What do we call? It? What's what's the girl's name? <laughs> uh, Simayan. Um, yeah, her. Um, that's come to protect her when she attempts to assassinate this warlord dude. He fancies her, and so it's kind of a nice move to kind of like. Yeah. He. Um, so I guess for, for if you didn't watch this, I don't know. You know, go go watch it. Um, but Ziming uh, uh, is working with Simayan, and I'm thinking it's Chao Wei is the uh, the other the other guy. They're working together because they have the same goal. They don't necessarily agree, particularly because um, Jet Li is from the northern Shaolin temple and then the other ones are from the southern Shaolin. So there's like Shaolin rivalry kind of mixed in there. But um, Chao Wei has a crush on Simayan. And because, once he finds out that she's promised to someone, some unknown person, uh, there's, he has basically no chance. Because she's focused on this bracelet thing and her parents. Because she's, it, it's not the bracelet. It's it's her honoring like the last wish she knows from her parents. You know, tr- trying to go through yeah. with this promise that she probably can't do because anybody is who knows who has this bracelet. It's a big, big China. <laughs> anybody could have it. And um, so ultimately, uh, Jiming, so Jet Li's character, gives his ankle bracelet to Chao Wei um, and says, hey, you know, good luck. <laughs> Pretend it's you had it the whole time. And you know. Which I guess being dishonest is not the best thing, <laughs> but... It, it's it's not, but it fits with... The narrative. Like, yeah. The narrative, yeah. yeah. And the characters still do care about each other. She's just, she is caught up in the... She's caught, she's caught up in, promise. In, in... Yeah, yeah, in that promise. And she potentially may have liked him regardless. Um, but this just provides a, an avenue to kind of escape um, that 
uh, family kind of debt. Like the thing that she would have had to do. Uh, it's giving her, or it's giving them a way out of that. While still, and, you still was still being faithful to it. Yes. And to be honest, she may not be aware because that he never had it originally, but it fits and works. So she can, you know, she may be aware that of the misconceptions, the mis, the, uh, what's the word? Um, misdirection. Yeah. And, and, but, and he's, and he's not like a bad guy. He's a, he's a good, no, he's, he's upright awesome. dude. And this bracelet, I mean, honestly, it could have been like on anybody and it may have been a terrible person. So this is like the one person that if someone were to have had it, it's good that it was available to him. And, and as we know, like, cause Jet Li is, he's a monk. He's not yeah. just trained by the monks, whereas this other guy is trained by the Southern Temple Shaolin monks, but he's not. But he's not a monk. No, he's a noble. Monk. Yeah. Um, yeah. Was, and so the it's actors. like, as we say, the, the plot is not complicated, but the, the, the characters have a complexity. There's a lot of relationships and stuff that's not, it's not straightforward. There's a lot going on here. And it, again doesn't have to sit there and explain it to you you just it, it's giving you enough credit to like understand the complexities of, you know of what's going on with these it's, it's, there's a lot of hierarchy and things that have to be worked out through society that you have to kind of like it's baggage that comes with this sort of story yeah and that it's there makes it gives more weight to a lot of the things that happen so it's not just a bare bones revenge story there's more things going on and i think that that shapes you know when you're viewing this yes i agree and yeah the assassination attempt like it did feel at the time like it didn't feel like jetly had motivation to go do it but as you then well, find I, out i think you yeah i think he talks about it after he's like i gotta go kill him but you don't you don't think he says that his parents were killed until afterwards like a little bit later so he knows his motivation the audience just doesn't get it until a little bit a little bit further back think, and, you know i think, I think it's an interesting way to tell a story yeah. yeah yeah and then and then you realize his motivation is no less than the other people that are there so he has no um his his right to revenge isn't any weaker than the other other people there to do the same thing. It's motivated by the same event from the, what we can tell, yeah. or mm-hmm. pretty much. I do like um, basically so the the villagers that Jet Li teaches kung fu to or um, Shaolin martial arts. They are kind of the spiced outside world because, as we probably know, the many people know the Shaolin are quite isolated from the world. And so they they inform him that this warlord guy, the villain, is having a celebration. And so Jet Li accompanies party. <laughs> was it actually? Yeah. It was a birthday party. Uh, and they're um, – so because he had been training them, uh, the, the people organizing the party uh, for Lord He uh, had – they've put out like kind of requests and I guess um, trials <laughs> – um, throughout the countryside to recruit um, lion dance performers. And China's got talent. <laughs> yes, basically. And um, because of the training he had given to the little kids, they're not little, but the kids, um, 
they were chosen as representatives of that region uh, to mm-hmm. to go perform the dance. Like it's an a big honor, uh, and this whether on purpose or as in just a happy accident puts him in a position to like take the lead role in that that you know it's like oh you know what you guys you guys skill your skills are good but maybe they're not as good as you as we need them to be so i'll go with you and that gives them an excuse to uh put himself in range to to do um do his assassination um, attempt yeah and the celebration is very cool like the performances are very cool like it's mm-hmm. got the, the the Chinese dragons and the lions uh, performance. Yeah, I think the IMDb page, and I wouldn't doubt it, says there was about two hundred um, martial artists set up, or a high, or three hundred, three hundred leading martial arts um, martial artists were recruited uh, to be extras in this film. And yeah, there, there's so uh, many performers. It's um, not a small love- celebration. I love the the, the cool um, crossbow type bow in the on the backs of the. <laughs> they have on their backs, yeah. That is so cool. Little slingshot arrows. It's a good, good hidden attack. Even though I don't know how you'd aim it because they really can't aim it on their back. Well, there was just numbers. Yeah, they would have killed them if the soldiers, the guards, didn't jump. Well, they the they arrows. jumped in front of it, yeah. So it um, yeah, it, it, it got caught up in it. Um, so we, we covered that the assassination attempt fails, which is a little bit of a surprise. Um, of course, if it had succeeded, the movie would be like 20 minutes long. Oh, the- uh, there's a big kind of oh, chase. We- there's a bunch of chase stuff that happens. Um, but but through that is where um, uh, Sima Yan and um, Ziming uh, and Chao Wei like kind of meet up. And they're initially because anti- they, they both feel like the other group was responsible for them kind of like mucking up the assassination. Like it would have worked if you hadn't been there, you know, that kind of deal because they're not working together. They're doing this individually, each one not knowing the other group was going to be trying to assassinate the. the And she didn't know that um, she had someone protecting her as well, because that's the reason why she, she came there with a group. So she has a group of like rebels. Yes. Um, Chao Wei was, there just to specifically i mean he's there to help her but he's there really more to protect her yes i mean i I think he's bending his own instructions more than he probably should have because he has a personal interest in in, in the matter but also the actor's very talented like early on i've I've got the film playing while we talk because i always do that and there was a scene of her when he first introduced to his character when he's given the mission to go help um it just starts with him doing um, you know, practicing and doing like the movements. Yeah. And it's just, he's very precise. You can tell he's very talented in his, his movement. He looks kind of familiar, but I don't know if I've actually seen him in anything else. Yeah. I, I don't re- I mean, I've watched like new legend of Shaolin and kids from Shaolin, but it's been probably like 20 years. So, I wouldn't, yeah. I wouldn't recognize him immediately. Um, but but it's, the yeah, like of this, you mentioned, it's very good. The, the points of this scene where they're escaping is to demonstrate that these three are very, very talented yeah. martial artists. Because and at, at that point, um, Jiming meets with 
Simayan and he's sort of protecting her. Uh, she she can hold her own for most parts, but he's protecting her a little bit against um, the, the guys that are hunting everyone. And then Chao Wei, because they got all they all got split up. But Chao Wei shows up, thinks that Jiming is one of the Lord He's guys, so they start fighting. So you get this really good like they're both good guys, but don't know the who the other one is. So they're just kind of just battling, and it's a it's a really nice um, example of the the two the differences that they're as their characters are showing the northern and southern Shaolin styles because it's it's not complementary. They're they don't work against the other style. Uh, I, Dave, sorry, I got to pause. I got someone Go at the door. <laughs> I don't, yeah, give me a minute. And we'll take a short intermission. And we're back. All right. Um, so, okay, we covered the, the marriage arrangement bit. Uh, they met up, or they met up initially after the first assassination, and they had a, a, a bit of a fight between um, our two main uh, male uh, heroes. Um, and and of the female and Jet, Jet Li. Oh, did they? they yeah, okay, yes, they, they, they well. had a little tip because she was mad that he was holding on to her. Yeah, right, rightly so. It was <laughs> some dude just showed up out of nowhere. <laughs> uh, yeah, and it was on the back of a, a hay cart, like a bunch of hay in a cart. They had a little bit of a fight, which is cool. Yeah, uh, and then in a rafter, I think. Yes, but after Jet Li saves the other two by throwing a bunch of fireworks at the all the the um, soldiers, which is pretty funny. <laughs> oh yeah, because all I could think all I could think of was Sekiro. It's like throwing the fireworks. Oh, yeah, firecracker, firecracker, yeah. firecracker, firecracker. firecracker. <laughs> yeah, no, it was pretty funny. And then then it's like this. Um, the movie completely changes them trying to sneak back into their own territory, which has been blocked off and and all the checkpoints. And Jet Li dresses <laughs> yes. as a girl. <laughs> because the other, what did he say? He was like, you're not curvy enough or something. He, he like insults the other guy that he could be a better woman than the um, the other guy. Oh, no, no. I know what it was. His accent. He He's from Southern Shaolin, so he didn't have the right uh, regional accent. Yes. That's Which is lost when it's dubbed. Yeah. But there's no difference. Um, but. We can we can imagine that that was the case. We can imagine, um, but also this is another case of hero not realizing the lead actress is female. Character. Oh yes, he female. didn't know until like way later. <laughs> she clearly is female. <laughs> well, she was dressed in yeah man's male performer. clothing, but there's nothing. She does not look like a. A guy at all, like I don't, you couldn't no. really mistake that. But you know, this is—it's a movie. This is not the first time that trope's been done, like yeah. where the hero doesn't know it's a girl. And I'm glad he did. Like, well, I mean, he's grown up only around monks. So well, that's true. That's probably yeah. part of it. That's just showing his his naivety. Mm. Yeah, his innocence. Or he's like Goku. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, true. I, yeah, Goku is the, yeah. I've told you that I went and watched Dragon Ball recently. Yes, yes. 
and it is fascinating how kind of more dodgy that is compared to Dragon it's Ball Z. Like, it's like super bad. <laughs> like there's a lot of stuff I was watching him going like, you can't do that. But they did. Like he just goes and grabs people's crotches. <laughs> well, even, just, even just the stuff that um, Master Roshi is doing. As a, like, oh, yeah, yeah. Completely off topic. It's well, big. sort of. It's still it's based off of a Chinese um, myth. So we're, we're good. Uh, yeah, he he he's saying stuff. I think to Bulma there was like, "Oh, you can't do that." <laughs> no, yeah, no, it's pretty bad. Yeah, um, it wouldn't get away with it this day and age. No, but at no. least with Goku, Goku's a little boy, like he's a young kid who's innocent. Yeah, so he doesn't there's know. No he's not a dirty old man. Um, no, that was asking. For, I think he like, literally, yeah, yeah, he asked for her panties or something. Yes, yeah, it's really bad and gross. Um, anyway. And the pig guy, the pig monster, they he runs um, away when they oolong? And he, oolong? yeah oolong, and they catch him by putting a pair of undies on a fishing rod. <laughs> yeah, there's so, a lot of there's a so lot of early Toriyama stuff. It's just like I don't know, buddy. Yeah, real cringeworthy. Yeah, but otherwise it's it's a good series. Yes, uh, but yeah. So yeah. the whole journey back's quite funny with Jet Li dressing as a girl and as a, the, as a sheep herder, and it's whole. It's pretty good. <laughs> the other two, yeah, covered in sheep fur. Yeah, uh, sheep, sheep wool, sheep fur. Sheep don't have fur. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, and it's very a lot more slapstick, a lot more comical along this journey. But there was still some fun action in, in between. Yeah, fighting guards. Oh, and he's using um, to complete his ensemble. He's uh, <laughs> he's put buns under, <laughs> under yeah. his shirt um, uh, uh, to, to act as like breasts. But um, he like takes them and eats them. He's like he's like I brought food, guys. I don't know why. I don't know why you didn't look. I have food with me, and it's just stra- strapped to his chest. <laughs> the the funnier part is they both the uh the both the two other ones like refused to eat the buns because they were touching his chest. <laughs> I don't know, I don't see what the big problem is. They're in a desperate situation. I'd eat it. They're hungry. They're starving. Yeah, yeah. the The wanted pictures were pretty funny. I don't know if you remember seeing them. The, yeah, they're like, like nothing. They look nothing like. Them. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a ten year old's drawing <laughs> of someone's face. Yeah, it was really funny. They're completely just like characters like i wonder if they do that on purpose to be funny or if they're like i, I oh, think they do i think they do well they just got some, who, who can sort of draw on set <laughs> just got anyone to draw them but yeah it's free classic uh, but other than that like what is it? it goes to they do get back to their the perspective yes yes temples, they, don't they, they? But because they're not they're revenge failed they have to like try to come up with a way to succeed at it. Um, but at, at this point, this is where I think I mentioned that uh, Jet Li, he, he gets a, a lengthy, like a three-year stare at a wall in this cave for oh, three yeah. years punishment. I think it was my favorite character was the other monk that was in there. Yeah, because he's like a kind of a Sam Seed uh, kind of guy that you think could bequeath some kind of secrets, but instead he just like shows him a way to get out. He's like, I've been here for seven years. You think I didn't like, get out of the cave every now and then? And yeah. There's, there's just a big <laughs> hole. There's a hole in the ceiling that you could just climb right out. Yeah. <laughs> it's not a pretty secret <laughs> it was real, I, I thought the same thing because he had drawn like martial art 
movements on the cave walls and, and gently start scribbling over, over them, talking how the shell and monks are rubbish because they're not using their their strength to to fight against to fight back against evil. The, yeah, and how the the hypocrites. <laughs> um, and then this guy's. You'd think, okay, yeah, he's gonna, he's, he's gonna be like taught in you martial arts. It's gonna give him the power to go fight this villain. No, <laughs> he just leaves. the power to climb out of a, a vine, that get out of a cage, cave. <laughs> yeah, um, and and the bad guy had some spies, didn't he? So he saw them come back. Yeah, um, and so they're they're going to be attacked anyway. So it's good he got out. Um. What was it? Was it the their fighting technique that gave them away, and that's why they suspected the Shaolin? Yeah, because they're using Shaolin. He's using the northern and southern Shaolin fighting techniques. Techniques, can't, like, yeah. Can't hide that because that's what they're, they're they're fighting with the thing that they learned at the monastery. Um, yep. But the the Shaolin, like as much as uh, Jet Li's character is upset with them, the Shaolin know. They're not that divorced from the goings on of the world. They understand that this guy's like crooked, and they're sort of they're they're end up trying to do like a meeting between the northern and southern um, uh, monasteries to kind of figure out what to do about this, uh, and that sort of it paves the way for the, the Shaolin to move because some of the, uh, the, the Northern monks going to the, the, the Southern temple get intercepted by um, the Lord. He. And some of the, the monks are killed. And I think one of the abbots like hurt. And so they use that kind of as an excuse, uh, a sacrificial excuse to become involved and uh, put their, superior fighting skills to the to the aid of um, defeating Lord Her. Kind of. Yep. It was a cool fight scene that led, like, after all this, led onto that boat. Yeah, the boat was, like, probably one of the best sets. Um, the, <laughs> the, the, the bamboo dam that they created was really goofy because it was done, like, in 10 seconds, and it's just two dudes pushing rafts together yeah <laughs> to block an entire river um but i mean it worked i guess because they the the they used the bamboo to like pierce the hull of the, the ship so it just basically gets stuck on a it's like a little barge um but it gets it's stuck in the river and they use that to um stage an attack against the uh lord Hu and his like forces uh who are not very good at fighting because just too reasonable. I mean, they're not like not, neither Jet Li or the other guy are like the best fighters. They're they're just good. They're better than a regular guy. But in this point, they're like I don't know. It's weird. Their their power level like spiked because they're just crushing all the guys. All of them. <laughs> all of them. I mean, they, they're using the terrain to their advantage. But um, to the credit of Lord Hu who you think is just uh, like a a murdering bastard. Um, But instead he's like super strong and he's able to stop three people attacking him that are all, you know, reasonably skilled. And it it goes on for like, it goes on for like a 10 minute fight. It's long. Mm -hmm. 
and it's just uh, the, the the three of them trying to because well, uh, at this point um lord her had captured um simayan and was intending to use her as bait for a trap i think to lure the assassins in which worked because they went after it but they're just better than i think he was anticipating they're not better than him which is interesting he's still way stronger than any, any single other person um but as we said the fight goes on for like 10 minutes um and it's a lot of it's cool weapons some a lot of weapons stuff's going on it's not just bare hand-to-hand combat um He's using a really like a longer uh, um, a dowel, like a long sword, and uh, they they have a. Re- I mean, it's a really good fight sequence because it's not. It's using a lot of verticality, so they're fighting on this barge, but they're on like multiple levels. They're kind of fighting on ramps, um, going to and fro, and that's where we see uh, the the southern guardian of Simayan kind of shows that his. Uh, the strength of his gung fu is in like his legs. Like he's very rooted to the ground and he's able to like disturb, um, or I guess his foundation can't be shattered by like people attacking him. He's able to like manipulate uh, the bamboo poles he's standing on to, to knock people off and they can't shake him from his position. So we get to see that his fighting style is like completely different than, than how what Jelly is doing. Yeah, um, he does that cool. He does the splits, doesn't he? And like, yeah, and then and then comes the... back up. <laughs> yeah, that's badass. <laughs> that was super cool. Yeah, um, it, it reminded me of the scene at the end, of the final fight in the one where uh, the the Bakwa Jet Li um, does the splits, and then just like when he gets himself back together, he like slides back up. From the splits. Yeah, it's it takes a lot of strength to do that. Yeah. A lot of strength. I did like when um, once they got a bit of help from everybody when the other the, the, yeah sh- the, the Shaolin um, the monks show up on like the riverbanks and kind of like block anyone um, on the ship from escaping. Like they kind of make a trap yes. out of it. Yeah, no, it's good, um, and it's cool seeing the different styles as well from the yeah. two different um, two different. Shaolin monks and they were in different colors and it was fun seeing uh jet lee's tutor like his kind of the yeah who, he's, it's the guy that was accidentally teaching him the mantis fist yep like he's he was and also the one that ate the meat yeah wasn't it and he was just funny because he's he's very dedicated to his Shaolin monks but he has that little bit of rebel kind of like jet lee's character yeah <laughs> and so he's kind of like yes yeah, get into this uh oh yeah then there's the final showdown which the, is another the, like five uh, minutes. <laughs> it's like super the, long. And the grapevines. Was it grapevines mm, or some kind yeah, of it's no a, no, it's, it was like that like weird a, cucumber thing. Yeah. It's a the, um I don't know what to call it. It looks it's a it's a, a trellis. It's a large trellis with um f- hanging hanging fruit. We'll just say it's hanging fruit. Um, yeah, it was this weird cucumber fruit looking yeah. thing. And that thing looked like it was there for a while, but they broke it. So, like, it was really well done, the set, whether if it was set up just for this fight scene. Yeah, they it or, must have just built it for this fight scene and um, would have had to do, like, 
one take probably because they 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 chop it's apart the, the supports, you know, and it eventually falls down. Yeah, and traps the bad guy, and then he gets beheaded, which is pretty. Epic. Yeah, it just like kind of like unexpected. <laughs> it yeah, just goes I, flying. I wasn't expecting it to be that that intense. Mm-mm. But he had a great showdown with the um, the master that does the uh, the mantis fist. So they're um, at this point because he's kind of been he's not really been beaten up. He's still going pretty strong, but I think he's just a little bit tired from fighting three people um, and still keep and like winning. There was never really a point where you felt like that he was on the ropes until he kind of was like, well, I need to run away because there's three people. I'm getting tired. And it wasn't him. It was like he just lost all of his guardsmen were being defeated by the monks. So it's just not a good situation. But uh, he he he's kind of getting his butt kicked by the <laughs> um, by the abbot. Yeah. yeah. And was he, a cool he had fight. a sword and the other guy, I mean, I think they... Uh, oh, um, the monk had a... I think he was using a staff, but it kept getting cut up by the sword. So he ended up just like... At the end, he's like switched over to the mantis style to fight against the, the sword. So he's bare hand um, battling the guy with the sword. So it was cool. And then, of course, Jet Li, because he had seen... The, they, they do a good job of foreshadowing that he learned <laughs> the one um, form of Prey Mantis, so he, he ends up using that, and so they're both just like, beating the guy up using the Mantis Fist, which was cool. Yeah, this was a good fight. This straight up, one-on-one. And I'm impressed at, I'm always impressed with the the creativity of the sets. Like, this was a cool setting to do under this trellis. Yeah. Because um, they're, they're not, it's, it reminds me of um, Drunken Master 2. Where they're they're mm-hmm. fighting under the the train, in the beginning. They're, they're, yeah. Now, of course, in this they're oh, yeah, not yeah. they're not hunched as much, but you they're bent over to fight underneath the trellis. It's it's not you have to be a little bit shorter than the the thing is is short. So they're fighting and, well, in a just, weird stance. Well, and the creativity of using that environment because they've got these hanging cucumber things and mm-hmm. like they use the vines to trap. Um, and then they use and yeah, and he, like he uses it to like wrap. Cut. I think he uses it to disarm him. He wraps his arms up with yep. the vines and takes the sword away. And like they're getting cut by the sword, and it's just it's clever set design. And yeah, it's just very cool to see how they use it and do it. Um, and then Jetly steps in and pulls his beard out, <laughs> which is very funny. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's a little, little bit of a Bruce Lee tribute. Just pull some hairs out of his beard. And then, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Chuck Norris chest hair. Yeah, yeah and then that's, I mean, that's that's the movie because it, it ends it. it ends with him giving, of course, the the bracelet that we mentioned to um, the other the other uh, the, the other guy that he's with, and uh, it, there's not like a happy ending aside from the villain was defeated and. Gently becomes, or he decides, I think, to embrace the Shaolin the monk. Uh, monk life that he was sort of sitting on the edge of because he was more concerned with revenge than, you know, he's just using the Shaolin as a means to an end. But now he's seen that he can devote his life to that, not not feel um, torn between that and the secular life. Yep. And uh, the noble ends up getting his his chance um, at, uh, with uh, Simayan. 
Yeah, I mean, I, I really enjoyed this. This was a very, very good, uh, good pick, a blind pick, I think. <laughs> yeah, it was. Um, I also, I like that we got to see a lot of these older um, Kung Fu films. We don't, we don't see a lot of China itself, like the scenery, whereas they did a lot of cool shots where you're seeing like the mountainsides and the greenery of the country. Because yeah. a lot of them are, are very dirty and dusty and like, yeah, they seem to be fighting in dirt a lot. Like all the Jackie Chan ones always seem to be on dirt. <laughs> well, I mean, Whereas this was kind of nice. Villages. Uh, but yeah. I think there's a, I think this has the shot where it's showing um, the, the mountain range and it's the really yes. nice like round ones that look like they're kind of covered in moss, but it's trees. Uh, but yeah, yeah it's, 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 it's a different green. shape than you would see. Like it's not a pointed peak. It's like round like wind eroded or something. I don't, I've only seen them in like China as far as uh, that, that land form. There's a few places in Australia that have very similar kind of just jutting out of nowhere, like these big mm-hmm. mountains. Cause they're not like normal mountains. You can climb. They'll like sheer cliffs in places. Yeah. And, um, yeah. There's actually places that are like very similar to that in Australia. Yeah. Um, there's a couple places in um, New Mexico and Arizona that have uh, like the, the, the painted desert there. They have the windswept mountain forms like rock but forms, but they don't, they're not shaped like that because these look like fingers, like they're like a hand sticking mm. up. They're just individual peaks, but they're round like all the way up and down. So it's, it's like pillar mountains, I guess. I don't know what else to put called yeah. it, but it's, it's very unique i think and um it's very striking and it's it's good uh, good imagery to use yeah and it's something we don't see in a lot of these films uh Mm-mm. they kind of tend to be as you say in villages or and very very brown heavy whereas i like the green area and the and the coloring of this film yeah a little bit yeah. more natural you'll see them more in like wuxia um kind of fantasy yeah, right. films like that that's uh even in some of the um I guess a good example would be a, a few of the uh, Wukong, like the Monkey King films that we've taken a look at, um, lean a little bit more on that imagery, even though most of that feels like it's computer generated. But this looked like an actual, of course, this is from 86, so it's not computer generated. It's an actual place. Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, I really like that. That was really good. The, it, it has good scenery they put a lot of people like that's one thing you get we you watch modern stuff and then a lot of the like if there's a big crowd or a big kind of thing happening it's you can tell that like a chunk of the the crowd is not real stand-ins you know they're not extras they're just like computer mock-ups but this was like you see a bunch of people it's all actual (laughs) people doing individual things you know I think it was impressive just on the, the scale of what they were doing with this film. Mm-hmm. For sure. Uh, the, there was a few times that they used kind of a funny lens, which gave it like a fish fish eye feel, like a fishbowl feel. <laughs> uh, but other than that, I think the cinematography was quite good and, and I enjoyed the story. I enjoyed the action. It was a good film. Yeah, This I, is this, an eight for me. This is, uh, yeah, I would put this at like, seven or eight easily i would watch this again uh sooner rather than later like i I wouldn't have a problem putting this on as kind of just even background uh kind of noise when i'm doing something else just because it's a it's a it's a kind of a comfort as we mentioned sort of a comforting thing to like watch and you know the beats so it's not 
I don't have to be invested in watching everything, but I could like I can appreciate like key scenes or just just the scenery. Um, even when they're pretending to be like the sheep and stuff like that sort of little area was nice. And I did like that they showed um, they showed the roadblock and I was going, why don't they just go over the mountain? Oh, nope. There's there's dudes standing on the mountain with bows and arrows. So, yeah, you yep. can't just go around it. So that was nice that they like acknowledge that because a few other movies I've seen, they'd have these roadblocks like, oh, you can't go to the south, the north. And um, they're like, well, I could just walk around. <laughs> <laughs> it might take a little longer, but I can do it. This looked like, yeah, you're stuck. If you don't go through that pass, you're not you're not getting anywhere. Well, they even had to cross. They had to cross. We didn't cover it. The Great Wall of China, didn't they? Uh, yes. Um, and so demonstrating that it would be very hard just to climb over, and the sheer numbers of soldiers this guy has underneath him, like he is the the, the army of China. Yeah, basically. he has like <laughs> a thousand guys just in one spot, like. It's yeah. It's, that, that's the one thing that was impressive is there's just the sheer amount of people um, in opposition. So it may it definitely makes the underdog uh, heroes feel that way. Uh, we we mm-hmm. get the same thing in um, Hero, where you yeah. have a few people attempting to do assassinate uh, the emperor, and without like a specific trick or a sacrifice, you know, a sacrifice or something to get them in that place. You can't do it. There's just, there's too much in opposition. There's too many people. They, they literally had like, you know, a rain of arrows <laughs> at one point in, in that movie. And, and this felt an earlier incarnation of that kind of thing. Yes. And th- this isn't even the emperor. This is just like a governor. But he still has that much. That's that's the power that he kind of wrestled away from. You know, uh, he carved out for himself. Yep. Yeah, no, it was portrayed quite well. It made you feel that there was a huge opposition. Yeah, even if they were to- totally inept, <laughs> but but they, <laughs> they made up for that in sheer numbers, um, and that's not something that you see portrayed that way uh, too, too often. Very good. I think that kind of wraps our chat up, to be honest. I think it it does. I think we covered what we wanted to do. Um, Well, uh, what was that other Yellow Road or something? I'll have to remember to look it up, but we'll see. Yellow River Fighter. The Yellow River Fighter. We'll see if we can track that down. Something something to that effect, because that interests me now. Um, uh, In particular, given that it has the, the cast that's kind of shares the same cast with this one. And everyone did a very good job. Yeah, they did. It was a good film. Good action. Yep. Uh, all right. Uh, Vader, where can folks find you on the interwebs? VaderVanOden.com. All my shenanigans are there. And what about yourself? <laughs> uh, generally, you can find me on Twitter at sentinot underscore plus. As always, the links will be in the show notes. And we will see you all next time for something else, something new, and something kung fu. Bye-bye, y'all. Bye.